0: You are listening to How Does She Do It, Episode 9. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? a weekly podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany, and I am your host, and I thank you for joining me again for um, another episode. So this is the ninth episode, and if you don't know, I am in a sorority and my line number is number nine. So I'm pretty excited. And um, I have a little uh, song that goes with being number nine, but I won't do that for you all because I'm going to spare you that. Just know that there is a song related to my line number. Um, So before I get into the show, I have a few, um, I have a few pre-show announcements. And This is the ninth episode, and I don't know that I've ever explicitly said this on the show, but new episodes go up every Wednesday. So sometime between, um, you know, 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock in the morning, there will be an episode posted, and um, it will be available on iTunes. It'll be available on Stitcher. It'll also be available on SoundCloud. And hopefully when we find out when it'll be available on Google Play. And I usually post the episodes on Facebook as well. If you go to um, Facebook.com slash podcast, you can like the page and you'll see um, the new posts go up there as well. If you are not much of a big Facebook fan, you can always visit the website HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com and you can sign up for the email list where I also will provide updates. I'll provide exclusive content and also announcements about um, opportunities and times that the show might not necessarily be um I won't be posting a new episode of the show, so you should join the email list. Go to howdoesshedoitpodcast or to the Facebook page and sign up for the email list there. If you want, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at howdoes underscore she do it. And I have added a feature to the website that I forgot to mention to you all. If you, I know how I offer you the opportunity to send me questions, comments, or feedback to Tiffany at how does she do it, podcast.com but you can also leave me a voicemail and you can do that directly on the site there is a link there's a a, a tab on the right hand side of the page that pops up on your phone or when you're on the computer and it says ask tiff in a voicemail so you can leave me your if you have a question for the ask ticks, ask tiff segment of the show you can leave it you can leave a voicemail instead of sending an email if you like and i will um you know read either i will read your question um on the air and listen to it and then answer it so i said on the air like this is like a radio show but i don't know if that's if that's an incorrect question or statement but we're gonna go with it anyway so you can leave me a voicemail um via the website you can send me an email tiffany at how does she do a podcast.com and as always thank you for your ratings and reviews please continue to leave preferably five star ratings and reviews in the itunes store and on stitcher and i will be sure to read them on the show so thank you in advance and i will read another review at the end of this episode This week's Just My Thoughts are going to be, it's about two different things. First, um, I would like to send thoughts and prayers to everyone who was directly impacted by the terrorist attacks that happened in Paris on the 13th. I believe it was a series of five coordinated attacks. Um, And that, I just want to say that we have to pray for humanity, not one particular city not one particular group because these kinds of things are happening every day all over the world and it is too it's it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and it's really really sad and media coverage aside exposure aside um you know it's it's a lot it's a lot to deal with and um so that being said i have to say that Um, one of the things that I've been, I've been trying to focus my energy. So I know that a lot of these, a lot of this segment has been on pretty negative things. So this week is, happens to be timed very well, um, because Adele is coming out with a new album. It's supposed to be dropping on the 20th and I just Googled it and apparently they leaked snippets of every track on the album and I just listened to one and I'm so excited because Adele is amazing like her music is so great and I love both of her albums and she has not come with her album her last album was in 2011 I was like a brand new newly minted law school graduate slash baby lawyer in 2011 so a lot has changed in my life since two thousand and eleven and I need Adele to like to share with me and the world what has been going on in hers because she looked fabulous then, she looks fabulous now, and she she be talking some truth. Like she like she makes me feel all of the emotions and I have all the feels when I listen to Adele's music. Even when I listen to um 21, I feel like I'm going through a heartbreak, even though I know I'm not, because that is how emotionally you know identifiable her music is and her voice is just is unreal so Adele I'm really excited about this album coming out when I finish recording this this show I'm going to listen to all the snippets and I'm hype those are just my thoughts Recording this episode on November 17th, which is the Founder's Day of the Brothers of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Shout out to the good brus. Um, but I say that I give you the date not because it's the Founder's Day of the brus, but because there are 44 days left in 2015 and there are 37 days left until christmas i don't say those things to freak you out although they do freak me out a little bit because i didn't actually know the specific countdown to the number of days left to the end of the year but if you're anything like me this time of year you begin to in addition to gathering the bills for the christmas gifts and all the grocery shopping that you do for the holidays and traveling to see you know relatives and you know, friends and family during the holidays, you are thinking about you know the year that's passed so far and thinking about two thousand and five, two thousand and sixteen. And for me, this year has been—I've had a few different changes happen. I changed jobs. Um, I had one of the—you know—I did my TEDx. I started this podcast. I've made some shifts in my um, in in some some of the focus that I have in different parts of my life and. Now I'm thinking about what, how to keep this momentum going. So I one of the, one of the things that I'm focusing on more than anything is my finances, because I have some very specific goals um, that I will talk about in a future podcast, but I'm trying to, I, you know, I think I mentioned it last time, but I'm trying to be wealthy. So that's what, that's what the primary focus of that, of that, um, of my financial endeavors is. But as I'm thinking about January 1st the new year always brings about this idea of resolutions and trying to start new and you you know you hear this whole new year new me thing I don't believe in new year new me because you're not new you it's literally I mean the calendar year changes you're still the same person although you can have a new or you know a refined focus on certain things but new you is a bit of a stretch so That's just that aside, I have reconsidered the idea of resolutions because I think it's an artificial kind of, um, it feels really good in the moment to have these resolutions, but what I'm working towards is trying to have longer term goals, trying to continue momentum that I've already built or start something fresh, not just because January 1st is approaching, but because that is what... That's just, it's just something else to continue to do all throughout the year, no matter the time of the year that it is. So that being said, you know, this time of year is about assessing where you, where I've been, It's about assessing where I'm going. So what I want to talk about today are a series of things that we will need to stop doing, in order to make progress in 2016 or even between now the end of the year and into next year and so this idea came about because I was listening to an episode of behind the brilliance with Lisa Nicole Bell it was episode 66 I think which was her most recent episode as of um, you know when I listened to it last week and she posed a series of questions that she encourages her listeners to think about as they approach the end of the year and like I said I, w- I was already approaching this frame this um, you know kind of mindset myself so it was really helpful to hear some of the questions that she had and I'm going to encourage you to listen to the episode so she um, so you can hear all of the questions but she posed two questions in particular that stuck out to me the first was what do you need to stop doing and Usually when you talk about goal setting and planning and resolutions, it's always about things that we need to do, that we need to start, that we need to, um, you know, it's an active motion of, of doing, of doing something. And when she said, what are some of the things you need to stop doing? I was like, "Dag, that is a really good question. Because... Oftentimes, there are a lot of things that we busy ourselves and say we're doing things. We busy ourselves and say that we're making progress or we're working towards these goals, when in reality, sometimes we're just kind of standing in place, running in place, not really making any actual progress forward, and we're not paying attention to some of the actions or some of the the habits that we have that we need to cease, that we need to stop so that we can actually move forward in with some of the things that we want for ourselves. So I've come up with nine things, because huh? it's the ninth episode and my, num- my line number is nine. I came up with nine things that I think that we could probably benefit if we stop doing these things. As we think about goal-setting finishing off the the rest of this, the fourth quarter strong, the 44 days that we have left between the new year and then starting 2016 fresh. So not even, not fresh. Fresh is not what I'm trying to say because we don't really get a a clean slate on January 1st, but to start the new year off and from a position where we can begin to make meaningful, begin or continue to make meaningful progress on our goals. Before I get into the first thing, I just want to make sure I say that we are in this journey together. So I'll be saying we, and you may hear me say you, but I'm not talking at you. I'm also talking to myself. So the first thing I think that we need to stop doing um, when we're talking about making progress on our goals is we have to stop playing small. Marianne Williamson wrote some, I don't even know where she wrote this But she wrote in a, um, I'm going to read part of the quote. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And that's just a part of what she says. But the idea of playing small and shrinking back and almost sometimes even hiding in the shadows of our own vision is something that so many of us are guilty of. And we have to stop doing that. We have to stop playing small and being almost humble to a detriment or not really verbalizing or feeling comfortable you know stating the 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 stating how large our vision actually is for something that we want for ourselves or that we want to build for or with other people and by playing small you also you keep yourself in a smaller place so i think we need to stop playing small i think one of the the next thing that i think we have to do is to stop letting the fear of the unknown keep us stuck And I know that I am often a victim of of sort of, of, I'm paralyzed by my fear of what I don't know, what I can't imagine to happen, the risks that might be associated with the dream that I'm trying to fulfill. And so what do I do? I just sit still. I don't do anything. And it keeps me from making progress. And what it does is it begins when you let the fear of the unknown kind of keep you standing still you then create this unhealthy feedback loop. So you get annoyed at yourself because you're standing still. You get annoyed at yourself because you're fearful. And then you are mad at yourself. You're so upset with yourself that you can't really do, you can't really move yourself forward because you're you're feeling guilty about not doing anything. And I really wish I was doing something towards my goals right now, but I'm not because I'm afraid. And you just create this unhealthy, this unhealthy cycle that, if you let go if we let go of the concern that we don't know all that's going to happen we don't we can't foresee all of the risks that we're going to have to take we can't foresee where we might fail because that is really i think the it's not just the fear of the unknown but it's the fear of failure or sometimes the fear of success so fear period we got to let that go. We have to, and, and not even let it go in the sense that we have to, um, we can't experience it, but have the fear and do what it is that you're afraid to do anyway. Take that step, walk in that direction of the thing that you're afraid of, as long as it's not actually going to put you in any real danger. The third thing that I think we need to stop doing as we look towards moving our goals forward is focusing on the end goal and not the steps in between it is so easy to envision having your book published or getting that that you know amazing promotion or having that new job or starting that business or losing those 20 pounds or winning that competition or you know, going out on that first date and having that you know, beginning that new relationship. It's so easy to you know envision that end goal, end goal that we lose sight of all of the things that need to happen before that goal can even come to fruition. And when you are when you spend so much time focusing on the end goal and and losing sight of what has to be done, you can risk again being overwhelmed by because you can't you haven't broken it down into smaller parts. And so you're so caught up in oh my gosh, I really want that thing that it seems unattainable because you can't visualize all of the things that you need to do to get there. So when you take a step back and can break down into the smaller parts, okay, what are the things that I need to do to get into that you know graduate program? What are the things that I need to do to actually begin to change my diet to actually begin to lose that weight? to begin to write that book, which is, is something that I'm struggling on. I'm worried about getting the, you know, the published, the published version of the book that I can't, I can't even get past chapter three. So if, you, so you shrink back to the, in the sense that bring yourself closer to where you are right now and hold, hold on to the vision, have that goal in mind, but don't lose sight of all the steps that have to happen in between so that you don't get so overwhelmed that you can't even begin to take those first steps. The fourth thing that we need to stop doing is making excuses. We just got to stop making excuses. I like to talk about how tired I am all the time and how, oh, I don't have the energy and oh, I'm so busy and all those kinds of things. We find reasons to make, we make excuses about everything. Oh, I got to watch Empire tonight. I can't do this, that, and the third. Oh, I need to be on Twitter or I need to be on the Facebooks. And you know, all that stuff is great, but while you were busy making excuses about what you didn't have or the resources that you needed or the support that you didn't have, you were also missing, missing out on the time and the opportunity to find those things that you needed, to find the energy that you needed, to find the support because you were too busy looking at the things that you don't have. So we have to stop making excuses because at the end of the day, it will only be ourselves who we can really blame if we don't get the things that we want. And if you don't, And even if you even if things don't come together the way that you envision them, if you don't even try because you were busy making excuses, you're really going to be mad at yourself. So you just have to put yourself out there. Like I talked about, I think, in episode two, how I almost, you know, missed almost didn't do the TEDx because I was too busy finding reasons why in my own mind. It wasn't a good idea for me to do it. And then I would have been so upset had the opportunity come and gone. And I was lucky enough that I did. That didn't happen. But we can't we I don't want to be the reason why I don't succeed. I don't want to be what stands in my own way because I will have to live with that for the rest of my life. So hopefully you'll feel that same way, too, and that you want you are driven enough to stop making the excuses that keep that are keeping you from taking steps toward what you want for yourself. The fifth thing that I think we need to stop doing is focusing on the observed success of others. Now, I use the word observed on purpose because what we see on Instagram, what we see in the Forbes articles and in Ebony and Essence and Entrepreneur and Inc. and Fast Company, we see these stories and we see these articles and we often and we're seeing the picture of the quote unquote finished product. We don't know the struggles that these people, these quote unquote successful people, however you define success or whoever you admire for their success, we don't know necessarily the things that they've had to go through to get to where they are, and when we fe- when we spend our energy focusing on the shiny things that they have now, we are we're only getting part of the picture. and so it is good to have people to it that we admire. It is good to have people that we set our sights on as saying, you know, hopefully I would like to emulate that success and my version of that success for myself. But don't get so caught up in the picture that you see because it's only the picture. You only see the image unless you know that person personally or you know details about their struggle and how their failures and where they've been successful, how they have had to change direction, how things didn't work out the way that they thought they would necessarily the first time, the kinds of doors that were open for them, the opportunities that they didn't see coming or those that they missed. We don't know the full story. So don't m- sort of memorialize, so to speak, the, the image of, and picture of success that we see in others. Don't focus so heavily on it that you lose sight of the reality that those people had. There was a lot that had to go into the, the, the version of this person or this company or this entity that we see right now. The fifth thing that we need to stop doing is waiting until we are ready. Marshawn Evans, who is a professional speaker, she was, I believe, a Miss America con- uh, contestant. She is an attorney. She's done a lot of really uh, great things. Very accomplished woman. I heard her say once in um, in a talk that um, I listened to, she said, you know, there's no such thing as as ready. You know, we can we can always find a reason to say, well, you know, let me just do this one more thing. Let me just wait until I have this, 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 and that in a row before I do, you know, take this step. And there will always be something else that you could do before you take a step to do something that you really want to do. There will always be another book you could read like me. I'm a I'm an information hoarder. Like I literally, I am so, I have this, this, this desire to, to, you know, um, to gather as much information as possible about a subject, about, you know, marketing and email marketing and content and social way, social media and all this kind of stuff. And it is, and it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's ridiculous is really what it is because I end up sitting in, imagine in the middle of the living room with all these books around me and I can have access literally physical access to the words on a page but if I haven't done anything to turn that knowledge into an actionable step that knowledge is useless right wisdom is is not is not helpful unless you can apply it to something knowledge is not helpful unless you can apply it so when we if we're waiting until we're ready, until we have all of these things lined up in a row, you will continue. You will keep delaying what this ready is, because what does ready really look like? Um, I, it, You have to take a step when you even though you're going to feel that little nervousness in your stomach, you're going to feel something. I did something earlier this week that I'm I wasn't really ready to do, but I did it. I made a business proposition to someone and I was. I was terrified and I wasn't technically ready. If you you know make the argument, I could have waited another month to do it. But if I waited another month, a month would have gone by and I wouldn't have gained, gotten the feedback, the immediate feedback that I got to be able to then apply to move to move forward. So when you are waiting for what ready is, you will often lose out on opportunities. You'll lose out on learnings because you've spent time getting ready. Because there's a chance that you have more in you right now that will allow you to take some step forward. Maybe not the ultimate step. Maybe it's not going to lead to attaining the whole goal that you have right now. But I'm pretty sure there's probably something you can do right now today that'll get you a little bit closer to where you want to be. So we got to stop waiting until ready comes because it's not going to show up. The seventh thing that I think we need to stop doing is thinking that there is a shortage of opportunities for success and when I say that I know I find myself and I don't think I've ever mentioned this before but I am a coach and I often feel when I see other women coaching, you know, young professionals and working with college students, sometimes I feel as though there's not enough to go around. Sometimes I feel like I am missing out on opportunities. Sometimes I feel like even in my in my job at work that um, or my I guess my day job, so to speak, that um you know, that there's there's this finite amount of of success that can be had. And that's just not true. There is, and I, I listen to, I'm re- listening to a book um, that's called The 10X Rule. And the author said something this morning, I was listening to it this morning, and he said that Success is not something that's that is like created. There's no finite amount of it. It's something that you have to work for. And when you're willing to put in the work, there's enough to go around, especially because not everyone's definition of quote unquote success is your own there are probably not 25 million people who have the same vision that you have. And maybe someone has something similar to it, but you are unique. There's something unique about the gift that you have that you're going to bring to the opportunity that you want, that you're going to bring to the position that you are trying to fill, that you're going to bring to this new business venture, or that you're going to bring to this um, you know, new you know, program that you're applying for, or whatever the case may be. There's enough to go around if you are willing to do the work for it. And I am just I'm I'm tired of standing in my own way I'm tired of making excuses I'm tired of of being the reason why I'm not getting the things that I think that I'm capable of having and the and and reaching people in the way that I think I'm capable of reaching them and me starting this podcast before I was quote unquote ready was one of those was is an example of that because I was just you know what I can I have a voice as well and I would like to share it and so let's just see what happens and so you know there's enough to go around you just have to be willing to do the work for it and we can't be upset that somebody else has a you know a certain level of perceived success that we don't have if we aren't doing the work for it plain and simple if you haven't put in your time it's not going to come to you until you put your time in for it so um you know i don't know about you but i nothing has been nothing has been handed to me and true success is not handed to the people who have it they work for it and they earn it so there's enough to go around but you got to go out and get it so um let's go get that success the eighth thing that I think we need to do um is to be more kind to ourselves I mentioned a little bit earlier about the um the way that we sometimes beat ourselves up and it's not to say that you let yourself backslide and do things that you know you shouldn't um that are that are unproductive consistently but like yesterday I came home, and I just wanted to sit down. I had stuff that I needed to do that I could have been way more productive about, and I didn't do them. And I was a little annoyed at myself, but I enjoyed sitting down and watching an episode of The Good Wife and eating my good chicken chicken stew and rice. So, you know, you have to be kind to yourself. Sometimes you need those moments to decompress. Sometimes you need that time and you need that extra rest. And you didn't, couldn't wake up early in the morning to go to the gym or to get to work and, you know, get to the office before everybody else got there or Do the other 25 million things that people ask you to do because you need time for you. Be kind to yourself. Sometimes you have to take moments to regroup. Sometimes you have to take moments away and and to build back up your strength so you can keep going again. Don't necessarily do that every day for, you know, two months at a time. But if you need some time, you need some time and don't spend time feeling guilty about the about whatever break that you needed to take because that doesn't serve you either that just ends up you know defeating the purpose of trying to recharge that energy so be kind to yourself be kind to yourself when you don't when things don't go your way or when you sometimes hit a wall or when you sometimes have a failure or you don't um you know you don't get that opportunity that you that you wanted don't beat yourself up about it but learn from it look for the opportunities for growth and then apply those to the next time you take Um, You take that step or you go after something different. The ninth thing that we need to stop doing is just thinking and not taking action, plain and simple. Um, You know, I spend a lot of my time in my head imagining and thinking and planning and plotting and not always moving forward in it and so the only way to see the beginnings of a goal even come come to fruition is by taking that first step taking that first concrete action not something theoretical not something oh you know it would be nice if what is it what what do you need if it is it research is it you know um getting your finances in order is it making a phone call is it connecting with certain people is it developing expanding and tapping into the network that you already have whatever it is it's time to stop not doing those things and it's time to start taking steps in the direction of the things that you want for yourself so as we close out you know The November, as we look to the 44 days left that we have in this year, take stock in where you are and think about where you want to be and begin to figure out what is that first small step that you need to need to do. What is that one thing that you can do soon, sooner rather than later to bring yourself one step closer to the bigger picture goal? And um, I think that you'll find that those things are much easier to find than when you can spell them out than when you're trying to imagine them in your own in your mind. So lay them out, put them on pen, and, you know, pen and paper, Excel spreadsheet, um, you know, Evernote, Google Docs, whatever whatever you need to do to get to outline those things that need to be done and figure out how you can make that step. That's what we need to do. Let's make it happen. So those are just a few of my thoughts on uh, things that I think we need to stop doing as we want to move forward towards goals that we have for ourselves. So I will read another review that we have in iTunes um, from Lex11122. It says, highly recommended. These podcasts are inspiring and motivating great for any young professionals trying to find the ultimate balance. Thank you, Lex. We have 21 reviews in the iTunes store right now and I would love to get that number to 25 by Thanksgiving. So if you could help me out, get on iTunes um, or on Stitcher or somewhere else and give me a five star rating and leave a review. I would really appreciate it uh, to keep the show, um, you know, doing well in iTunes. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, um, something that you want to submit for the Ask Tiff segment, which I will be doing next week before Thanksgiving, please, um, you can visit the website and leave a voicemail or you can email Tiffany at com. It is always a pleasure. I thank you for listening to my random rants and raves. Show notes for this week's episode will be available on HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com slash nine, and I will include a link to the snippets of Adele's new album. I can't promise that they're still going to work by the time you click them, but hopefully they do. Take care, enjoy the rest of your week, and be blessed, and be a blessing. Peace.